Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Joe Theismann, not just our friend, this, this gentleman, Super Bowl champion, NFL MVP, All-Pro quarterback, amazing analyst, joins us right now. Joe, good morning, man. Thanks for being here. Good morning. Good morning, Bill. It's always great to catch up with you on a Monday morning after some interesting football over the weekend. It sure was, and there's so many places we could start. If, if you'll indulge me, I, I want to ask you about Brock Purdy to, to begin things. We just went through an hour ago his stats, the highest quarterback rating in NFL history through the first 10 games as a starter, just all the things that he has done. And, I, and I'm curious, how much of this, and I know it's guesswork, do you think it's just Brock Purdy was naturally going to succeed? And how much of this is obviously very talented dude, but ended up in a spot that made this possible? I, I think both things. You, you know, you can't have one without the other. Um, I think Kyle Shanahan is, you know, one of the top one or two play callers in football today. He, he, and plus he has healthy weapons. Um, you've got a running game. You've got a great defense to support your offense. You've got a quarterback that gets the ball out of his hands and makes good decisions. Uh, he hardly got touched last night. I mean, really, literally hardly got touched last night. Uh, offensive line is healthy. It's amazing when you have your starters healthy versus when you start losing them, the difference in the scores in games. But I, I think a lot of it is Brock's ability to be able to process the things he needs to. Uh, he doesn't throw the ball hard, which only proves you don't have to throw a ball through a wall to be successful in professional football. You just have to get it out of your hands in a timely fashion where you give the you know, wide receivers a chance to catch the ball without trying to defend themselves uh, with the passes coming at them and a place to run. Um, I really think it's, it's the quarterback, it's the people around them, and it's the system they operate. Those three are all very important to the success of the position. Joe, we, we've seen talented quarterbacks come into the NFL and fail bad situations, maybe get sacked a bunch, lose their confidence. There's obviously a human element to this. On the flip side, with, with, with Brock Purdy, how, how well he has played, the situation that you just walked us through, health allowing, right? The young man stays healthy. What do you think the likelihood is he's got enough success under his belt and enough confidence now that this can be a highly successful quarterback for the rest of his career? I think he, I think he has the elements that would allow him to do that. Health is the number one factor, though, Bill. You have to stay healthy to be able to play in practice. And, you know, what about the weapons around you, specifically the offensive line? I think last year the two best offensive lines probably in football, well, the three, be San Francisco, Philadelphia, and Kansas City. And the reason why San Francisco didn't advance, and I expect them to this year, because they're the best team in football right now going away. Uh, and they're playing at the best level right now. 
um, is their offensive lines were healthy. Their offensive lines stayed together. For example, last night was the first time that Dallas had their projected offensive line together uh, all year. And, you know, now they've lost another element of it. So I, I think that, you know, Brock's success, um, he's not the kind of kid that's going to sit there and say, hey, look where I'm going. He wants to take it game by game, get better, and enjoy the experience. And that's what he's done. Joe Theismann here on the show. I'm Bill Ryder. Joe, uh, how do I put this politely? This is a Dak Prescott space where we have some doubts about about Dak in the long term in terms of success. And certainly he had a, a really bad game last night. What is your evaluation of him as a quarterback? If you are, like I think the Cowboys aspire to be, think they might be, if you are a Super Bowl, want to be Super Bowl contending football team? I think Jerry Jones has a very tough decision ahead of him. Um you know, you have to. I think you have to let the year play out and see. See, you know, what's what's Dak going to do against the Chargers? How's he going to bounce back this week against the Chargers? Um, you know, he went up against a great defense last night. Little time to throw the ball. It's it's you know, it was it was interesting. Listen to Chris. You know, you've got Mike McCarthy trying to run what's what's really a, a true West Coast offense against the team that invented it. Okay, so I mean, it's like okay, I'm trying to you know, teacher versus pupil where. The teacher had the edge. Um, you know, Dak, Dak's got to make better decisions with the football in his hands. You know, you can't lose sight of the fact that he led the league in interceptions last year and played a month less than anybody else. That's a problem. Now, here's, on, here's the flip side. Where do the Dallas Cowboys go without him? This is the biggest problem when you see contracts being signed by guys in the league that maybe – you know, I, I would never say no one deserves what they – everybody deserves what they can get. But we have a supply and demand problem at the quarterback position. There aren't enough of them. So if you have one that you think can get it done for you, you're forced almost to pay him an absorbent amount of money on the hope that he'll be able to get it done. You know, Dak's got to prove a lot more than he has so far. But where's Jerry go? I mean, you, you know, Dak's, Dak's basically playing for $50 million a year. That's that's what's on the table. This is a this is a big high stakes card game, and Dak's got fifty million on the table. Um, and you know, like I said, it's we're only five games in. Um, I think that you know he always has the option to franchise him at the end of the year if he's not really satisfied with what you see. I'm talking about Jerry, but you know, Dak is Dak has struggled not just this year, but he struggled last year as well. So is this who Dak Prescott is, or? Is he going to be better than what we've seen? It's really interesting, the, the dearth of quarterback play. And you're right, Joe. Just, I mean, not to pick on Kyler Murray. I can pick up Russell Wilson. There's a lot of guys who have been paid based on either potential or past success, and it, it hasn't worked out. Certainly it's not working out with, with in Denver. Now, you look at Miami. You Mike McDaniel comes in, and he helps transform Tua Tungavailoa into a different quarterback than we saw under under Brian Flores. You look, I'm a Bears fan, so I lean to this. Justin Fields has not had the success or development I would love under a more defensive-minded guy in, in, in Matt Eberflus. Why do you think in, in a league where there is this supply and demand question of quarterback, we don't see even more gambling on offensive coordinators who have showcased, at least in that part of the game, an ability to develop quarterbacks, just getting head coaching jobs in partnership with the need to find quarterbacks. If you're going to pay a Dak Prescott maybe $50 million a year, or Kyler Murray or, or Russell Wilson, 
why not double down on offensive-minded head coaches, too, and just go for it in that respect? Since we've seen some quarterbacks who have struggled, or in Brock Purdy's case, the quarterback no one saw coming, have some success in the right situation. I think a lot of it has to do with the people around them, Bill. I think, you know, what's, what's, it isn't just, it isn't just the, the individual that, that, at the position. It's what kind of system do they play in? You know, right now with Justin Fields as an example, his legs are a more valuable asset to this offense than his ability to throw the football. We saw that with Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones, you know, is a big part of the running game with the Giants. Now you take that away, it, it changes what they do on offense. I, I think in, in Justin Fields' case, he has a chance to continue to develop uh, because he, 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 throws the, he threw the ball pretty well against the commanders the other night. And so, you know, is this the beginning of, of his growth? Um, you know, you, finding the right coordinator and finding the right system are things that nobody really talks about or looks at, but yet it is essential to the success of a football team. Whether you're a de- if, you know, let's face it, if you're a head coach, you don't have time to do some of the things that you need to as a coordinator. Now, Mike's been doing it long enough in Dallas. He knows how to do it. Mike Holmer, when he was in Seattle, was the same way. You, you know, other people put a lot of the pieces of puzzle together, but you call the game as it goes because you just don't have time to do that at the position you're in. But I, I think that I think choosing a coordinator is uh, from a, in this day and age where offense is so important and such a big part of the game is, you know, paramount behind choosing a head coach. Joe Theismann here on CBS Sports Radio. I'm Bill Ryder. Joe, who do you have more confidence in, if you have confidence in either at all, to turn things around, Sean Payton or, or, or Bill Belichick? Obviously celebrated guys, but things are not going well in either New England or Denver. Well, Sean's got a defensive problem. They can't stop anybody. And Bill has a quarterback problem because, you know, bad things keep happening to Mac Jones. I mean, you know, Mac just, you know, it just, you know, you, you throw a ball, it gets batted in the air, it's intercepted, run back for a touchdown. It's, it's sort of the way things have started. Um, I think both of them really are trying to figure out who their football team is. Identity is so vitally important, Bill. The Denver Broncos have no idea who they are. Sean has an idea what he'd like them to be, but they're not. They're not. Uh, New England is the same way. New England sort of, you know, you're, you're hoping that the defense can keep you in games, but if the defense struggles, the offense doesn't have the weaponry to be able to put points on the board. So I think, I think, you know, again, this is going to be an interesting puzzle going forward for both teams to try and find some semblance of consistency and continuity on either side of the ball. Joe, Jacksonville had a bizarre couple weeks. I mean, just being in London is always just sort of a – it makes it hard, to, I think, to assess those games, right, and just to know what's what. And they had the advantage over Buffalo of, of staying there and being there. But they did win a couple games. They, they do come back to this side of the pond in, in better shape. Do you believe, do you think it's likely that the Jags have, have turned a corner and, and can maybe hit that ceiling that a lot of us thought was possible to make them not elite but really, really good this year? Yeah, I do. I, I think they can move toward it. And, you know, it's interesting. People say, well, you know, the Jags stayed in London. They were able to, you know, assimilate the time change. Buffalo had to fly over. Buffalo flew over on Friday. Uh, Josh Allen made – threw the ball up in the air again and got another interception. And, and you know, I mean, you look at the, the Jacksonville game, what? Final score of the game, 25-20. Um, the game against Miami, same situation in Buffalo. Josh has to do a better job 
of managing it. We know he has a strong arm. We know he runs very well. I think Josh has to do a better job of managing the game of football for this team, for Buffalo, to be able to reach the potential that everybody believes it should and him. It, 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 that's the bottom line. I don't, I don't buy into this, you know, well, they're jet-lagged and, and the Jacksonville Jaguars were more fresh. Uh, you know, what about, the, what about the commanders? Okay, let's take them on a Thursday. The commanders get blown out by Chicago. You know, drop a ball here, fumble a ball there. Um, you know, been outscored a lot in the first half of games. Is that jet lag? You know, you, you can you, you can sort of now you know analyze these things any way you want. I just think that you know Josh Allen is a big part of what Buffalo is going to do, and he needs to make better decisions. Uh, and you talked about Mike down in, in Miami with Tua. That that's a track team, Bill. Yeah, that's that is an Olympic track team. The speed in this game whether it's speed at the defensive end position, speed at the wide receiver position, speed at the running back position, speed at corner, it doesn't matter. Speed will give you a distinct advantage. And that's what Joe, Miami has. Yeah, I was going to ask you about Miami. I was going to ask you about the Chiefs who, who win games, but at least from my eyes, play a little too down to their competition. I'll just ask you this. Who is, do you think, right now, the, right now, the best team in the AFC? Best team in my, uh, say Miami. Because of the speed factor. I think their defense is a bit underrated. Their offense gets all the headlines. But their defense is a pretty solid group. But they, can, they run the ball well, and they have explosiveness in the running game. Obviously, we know what the wide receivers are all about. So as I look at the AFC right now, I think Miami and, you know, look at, look at how big a part Kelsey is of the Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City and Philadelphia, the two teams that played in the Super Bowl last year, have not really played the kind of football that I would anticipate them playing as the year continues to go on. I think the Chiefs will get better. I think the Eagles will get better. But right now, the best team in football, without question, is the San Francisco 49ers. Joe, I hate the term Super Bowl hangover, but I'm curious. I mean, you won one. I am curious. When, when, you, when you get to the top of the mountain in the NFL, which is obviously a grueling task, and you win the whole thing, or even for a team like the Eagles, right, you get so close – do you think there is sometimes a, a letdown or a come down for teams the following season just to have the focus or keep the habits or, or whatever it takes in the margins to be that good? It's a great question, and I can only say this. In 1982, we won the world championship. In 1983, we set an NFL scoring record. I don't think we had a hangover. Okay, We almost averaged almost 35 points a game. Uh, giveaway takeaway ratio in 1983 was plus 42, which if you want to look up that statistic, there wow. isn't anybody that's ever going to come close to that. We took the ball away 43 more times than we did than we gave it up in that year, and that was following a Super Bowl. Um, right now, I think it's a little bit different, only because uh, you know you get your rest, and, and it's so hard to get to a Super Bowl. It's so hard to win a Super Bowl. Because after you win the Super Bowl, everybody goes back to 0-0 and you start over. So I don't buy into the hangover over a Super Bowl anymore. Um, I, I just think it's, you know, can your team stay healthy over that period of time? You're playing, well, five, four or five more games now than everybody else. You know, when you get down to that last game, you're playing more than anybody. And the wear and tear on the body, the health of the players is so important. But I don't buy into the hangover bit. Yeah, the wear and tear, is, it's, an, it's a really, really good point. Uh, Joe Theismann, every single time that you're on, 
I'm in a great mood because the show is better and smarter and people listening get the best info that I think we get when we talk to someone doing talking NFL. It's it's early out in the West Coast. It's early everywhere. I mean, it's not noon yet. Some of us, you know, aren't morning people. So I just thank you for the time. Thank you for being on the show. Appreciate you one every single like, time. That, yeah, one thing me. I'd like to one thing I'd like to say, Bill. <clears throat> the NFL has to allow challenges of every play in the National Football League. Once again, this weekend, we saw things that were not challenged. The Minnesota game where the ball, they said it was tipped. It wasn't. needs to be challenged. Gardner Minshew last week, stepping out of bounds, not challengeable. The NFL doing a disservice to the teams and the fans by not having every play, every, give the coaches two challenges, but every play can be challenged by a coach. That would be fair to everybody. Joe, at the risk of annoying my producer, who hates when I bring up soccer, but whatever, I watch soccer as well as football, that is a sport where, the, in theory, the clock doesn't stop, unlike the NFL. And they have a, they have a video-assisted review policy where they can, right, if something goes wrong, it doesn't, you don't need to throw any kind of flag. They can just intervene. Why can't the NFL, with all the money and the technology in a sport where the game obviously stops over and over, to your point, just have some some video official or, or, or mechanism in place where there's a clear and obvious error, slow things down and get it right. Because there'd be too many stoppages. Just too long really? a game? It would, it would make the game too long. You know, look at, look at what they did in college football. They eliminated the stoppage of the clock after first down other than inside two minutes. There's too many reviews in college football. I really think that it's simple. Don't increase, don't increase the challenges. Just give them the opportunity to be able to challenge everything. Hey, you use up your two, tough luck. Blank slate. Hey, Whatever you want to challenge, you can challenge. Yeah, why not? Absolutely. Seen- Absolutely. All right, we'll, we'll get a message to Roger Goodell. He's a big fan of the show. Not really. Maybe he is. Uh, Joe Theismann, thank you, my friend. About the Philly push, push thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank you, buddy. Uh, thanks, bud. Bye. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.